0: This is the Moira Pentecostal Church podcast, providing you with sound biblical teaching. We hope you will be encouraged, challenged, and blessed by this ministry. church, and uh, if you were with us last night, I pray that you have had the chance to read the whole letter. Amen. <laughs> if there's a hunger for God, I'm sure that you will have done that. Um, Let me open the word to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 15. And let me read this amazing passage of scripture. The apostle says, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking. but also the age to come. Hallelujah. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. David, Pastor David, I want you to know that the spray from my eyes is gone. <laughs> I uh, put some aftershave on because I wanted to smell really pleasant when I came into church, and I had the nozzle pointing straight at my eyes. <laughs> so this really is the red eye experience (laughs) Uh, and uh, but you know tears wash the eyes hallelujah (laughs) so it's just so great to gather around the word of God and As we're walking through this letter, we're seeking to expound the truth so that we can have a deeper understanding of what God is communicating in this letter. If you remember last night, I shared several things with you explaining that this is more like a circular letter. It wasn't so much just a single letter that was sent to a single church, although it's addressed to the church in Ephesus, it was a letter that the apostle uh, commanded be read Uh, to the whole of the church in Asia and then the purpose for writing is twofold firstly that the believers would put their hand upon the wealth that they have already received in Christ hallelujah turn to your neighbor and say you are seriously wealthy this morning (laughs) and of course I'm not talking about finance I'm not talking about your bank account although I hope it is healthy hallelujah and uh, secondly it is uh, till we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of god and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of christ well we're in still in chapter 1 and in in chapter 1 the opening f- Part which is more like a hymn of praise and celebration. Remember I explained last night that the apostle wasn't sort of sat at a desk with a a quill or a feather in his hand. He he was actually pouring out, he was dictating under the inspiration of the Spirit. And the scribe there, as he's under house arrest, was uh, trying to keep up with all the prophetic words that were flowing out of the mouth of the great apostle. And uh, so, if this uh, passage of Scripture is a um, hymn of praise, then I can tell you the second passage of Scripture we're looking at is an incredible prayer. It is a prayer unto God. And the first thing that Paul does is he brings a personal acclamation. Hallelujah. He brings a personal acclamation. He begins this passage with the words, for this reason. Whenever we see the words like this, for this reason, or for therefore, or in the light of... He's actually sharing further, deeper understanding and insight in the light of what he's just previously said. And so we hear him say, for this reason, Ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. You may well not be aware of this, but I constantly pray for this church. Uh, You are constantly on my mind, and I pray for Pastor Dave and Sally and the leaders. Sometimes just setting time aside, because when I have developed relationship with the family of God in a location, God places them very much on my heart and I know many of you personally now and know you by name in fact Paul and I were talking over breakfast this morning and we were just saying how blessed this church is to have such high caliber people and I recognized just as the apostle was recognizing over the in the church in the saints in Ephesus that there is an overflow of two things common in this church that is common in this church in Ephesus number one a genuine faith in Christ and number two a genuine love for all the saints hallelujah a genuine faith in Christ and a genuine love for all the saints no wonder Paul is absolutely overwhelmed with love and passion a genuine pure passion for these people because he recognizes that the riches of Christ have truly been poured in to every person that has been born again by the spirit these people are not waiting for something to happen in their life they're not waiting for them to experience something extra they are recognizing that God has placed all things in them that the wealth and the riches of God is already in them because they have become the dwelling place of God they are a habitation of the Holy Spirit and that is who you are as I preach to you today I am reminding you that you are the dwelling place of God and that God abides in you. He doesn't come and go. He doesn't come when you are not aware of him. He hasn't gone when you're not conscious of his presence. He's with you every moment of every single day. The promise of God is he will never leave you or forsake you. So the key is to walk after the spirit and to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received which he goes into in chapter 3 and chapter 4 when he talks about how we have to live a life in purity and holiness we won't get to that but i hope you listen to it on podcast okay But praise God, this is overwhelming for Paul. He is, as it were, beside himself with the ecstatic experience of the Spirit as he pours out the prophetic truth towards this church. And so he's saying, for this reason, in the light of what I have communicated in chapter 1 and the 1st, 14 verses, I am now reminding you of the amazing things that God has given to you. Let me remind you firstly of what he has said is theirs as part of the wealth of God that has been invested in you. There's going to be some beautiful, powerful things coming up on the screen. By faith, I'm declaring it to appear. And what I want you to do is read these things out with me. Is that okay, Paul? If we just bring them up one by one, bullet, 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 amen. We're ready. Election, are you ready? Election, I have been chosen by God. Number two, predestination, I am walking upon a planned pathway in life. Next. Adoption, I am part of the family of God. Uh, 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 there's a delay on your system isn't there ready grace i've received god's favor even though i did not deserve it redemption i've been set free and delivered from sin by the by the ransom payment made by christ hallelujah forgiveness i've received mercy and i'm forgiven god remembers my sin no more pause in the anointing are we ready wisdom I've received the wisdom of God and the hidden mystery has been made known to me understanding I've received understanding concerning the things of God this is all in chapter one my goodness speed up Lord Ready. Knowledge. I've received knowledge that I might have divine wisdom and understanding to apply the will of God in my life. The sealing of the Holy Spirit. I've been sealed as belonging to God by the dwelling of the Holy Spirit. Inheritance. I've received the Spirit to guarantee my inheritance in Christ possession i've become the possession of god to the praise of his glory isn't that wonderful all from chapter one wow did you see that in chapter one i hope you saw that in chapter one hallelujah turn me down bro i'm about to blow my nose when i know blow my nose you know a nose has been blown nearly gave that to you one day didn't i glory to god turn to your name and say it's okay to be happy laugh and rejoice in church (laughs) hallelujah marvellous the things of god the understanding and knowledge that we've received is so precious don't throw it away protect it live by it honor god And so moving into verse 15, we see Paul has heard about two fascinating ingredients, eternal ingredients that are present in the life of the believer. They are present in your life, but they have to be activated by you. God has placed it in you, but you have to activate it by faith. And the two ingredients we are looking at here is faith in Christ and this is the vertical relationship Godward, faith in Christ. And the second characteristic is love for all the saints. And this is the horizontal relationship, this is manward. Faith in Christ, horizontal, vertical, love for all the saints, horizontal. And so Paul speaks of these two ingredients, and he's acknowledging that he has heard about your faith. I think many, many people are hearing about this special weekend, this special month you're having, 40 years of faithful service to God, doesn't go unnoticed. It's great to know that you're sharing with other fellowships and other groups in the community where you're serving God, So, such a great sign of unity, such a great sign of connection with the body of Jesus. And Paul is absolutely thrilled about these two ingredients that they are present in the life of individuals, but they are present in the life of this church faith in Christ and genuine love for the saints activate them. Paul is teaching them that they have these things present in their life. Heaven has blessed them. And this now is overflowing in love for people because if we have relationship with God, we will have love for people. Hallelujah. We have love for people. Amen. You know, uh, we were talking, Dave was telling us a joke. I'm not going to tell the joke, Pastor Dave, because you do tell a rather lot of jokes. Some of them are funny and some of them are not. <laughs> you can get out for that, brother. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Praise God! <laughs> Don't set me off; I'll never stop laughing. <laughs> but what was I saying before you interrupted me, Pastor Dave? <laughs> <laughs> glory, glory! Yeah, it was. I was going to tell you a joke, and I've changed my mind. <laughs> but it's absolutely marvellous to to know that. There is genuine love in the hearts of people here in the fellowship. And that love needs to continue to deepen and grow and overflow. So Paul brings that personal commendation to the saints by thanking God for their faith and thanking God for their love for people. Then secondly, he brings personal supplication. As I said, the opening part really is just an explosive hymn of praise under a prophetic anointing. That is the truth and the word of god we need songs like this we need songs that teach us theology amen we do we need songs that teach us true theology so that we understand god and this is what he's done and then this opening part here this is a prayer thanksgiving prayer he's interceding he's coming before god and he's calling upon god to uh, enabled these believers to live in the wealth and the riches of what God has placed in them he's praying for individuals but he's praying for the church the church in Ephesus but because this is the eternal word of God guess what his prayer stands in every generation for the church right to the coming of the Lord and so he's saying Lord let these people live in the richness of what you've already placed within them Every believer is born rich, but discovering and growing in the wisdom and the knowledge of how to live in that wealth takes a lifetime. The key thing here is Paul is asking God to give the believers a deeper knowledge, a specific knowledge before he goes into explaining some of the things that God wants to see emerge in their life and come to the forefront as they live, he explains to the body how they will receive these precious gifts and riches from God. They will come to the believer by two things, and they'll come to you by two things. Number one, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And number two, the enlightenment of your heart. The spirit of wisdom and revelation and the enlightenment of your heart. The spirit of wisdom and revelation, let's look at that. The source of the wisdom of God is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He is the wisdom of God in you he brings the instruction of God to your heart and to your mind but there's another level here of understanding because if we dig deep in the vocabulary you will find that it also refers to the attitude of heart within the believer it's not only that God is placing wisdom and revelation in us it's what we do with it it's how we operate with that therefore it refers to a gentleness of spirit can you remember when Paul wrote to the Corinthians bringing correction he said shall i come with strong words uh, uh, like a whip or or with a gentle spirit and it's the same vocabulary here so actually the spirit of wisdom and revelation within us is manifest through the gentleness of christ's spirit in you hallelujah christ's spirit in you turn to your neighbor and say we need to be full of the gentleness of jesus And yet the fascinating thing is in the very same passage of scripture he talks about the incomparable riches of Christ's grace and the incomparable power that is at work in those who love God so we see two uh, tangible expressions of God that flow from the heart and the mind of those who know Christ that is the wisdom and the revelation of God but through the gentleness of spirit and that's how you can discern and know whether that someone is truly filled with Christ They will not be harsh they will not be arrogant they will not be moving in a bombastic judgmental critical spirit they'll be moving in the sweet and gentleness of the nature of God what we're talking about here is the nature of God in the believer so it overflows at a level where faith increases and the love of God permeates through the whole body hallelujah hallelujah turn to your neighbor and say i've got to love you with a gentle love of god now tell him again with a bit of faith (laughs) (laughs) glory to god Woo! i love it i love it because you see that attitude of heart it will remove any harshness and bitterness and resentment and pain wherever it originated from it will heal your spirit it will heal your mind it will heal your heart thanks be to God the spirit of wisdom and revelation is given to you according to the Apostle Paul that you might know him better in other words you will never arrive at the understanding of God and grow in spiritual things unless we are connected with the Holy Ghost and revelation is flowing in your heart and mind. That's why I focused on it last night that there has to be that remer, that quickening, those moments where the Word of God and the Spirit we say, What? Well, I can see it. I've never seen that before, but suddenly I can see something that is a, a connect because of the connection with the revelation of God. I hope you love the Word. I hope you love the Word. Hallelujah. I really do. Hallelujah that we might know him better natural man cannot know and understand the things of god they are illuminated by the spirit isn't it wonderful that the holy spirit quickens your mind and gives you understanding hallelujah you say pastor paul i don't feel as if i understand much well actually the more we learn more we realize we don't so you're probably further on than you think <laughs> Isn't that marvelous? Turn to your neighbor and say, you're probably further on than you think. (laughs) Because human nature, it has a bias to focus on the negatives about yourself. It will always highlight all the problems, the issues, and your weaknesses. It won't highlight to you your strengths. But I want to tell you today, there is more strength in you than there is weakness. Hallelujah. Because God has come into your life. It is an incomparable power that exists and moves through you. Mind, spirit, soul, and body. Amen. Oh, glory. This is doing me good, and I'm the one that's preaching it. (laughs) you see you've only heard it once i've heard it hundreds of times (laughs) glory to god open your bible with me to 1 corinthians chapter 2 because this passage expounds uh, of what we've been looking at. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. However, it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him, but God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? Wow. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given. And this is what we speak. Not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. And the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man makes judgment about all things, but himself, he is not subject to any man's judgment. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Wow. So, the things of the Spirit are spiritually discerned. Holy Spirit reveals truth from the Word and then gives us the wisdom and understanding of how to apply it. So, God will speak to you. From his word hallelujah if you have closed the book and you only open it on a Sunday to impress your neighbor then open the book again because as you read it it will penetrate through dividing soul and spirit and giving you understanding and knowledge of the things of God you will know God and you will know him better as God gives you wisdom And revelation that you may understand him. Hallelujah. And then the second area he talks about is enlightenment of the heart. Enlightenment of the heart. Now, he's not talking about your blood pump. He's not talking about that which causes the blood to move around your body. He's talking about the inner man. He's talking about your inner being. You are created as a spiritual being. Your spirit will live forever. Hallelujah. That's how, that's why you're so different from all any other created thing you are the pinnacle of god's creation when god created you he created you fascinatingly in the image of god and placed his life and breath in you and you became a living being hallelujah i'm gonna live forever i nearly broke into a song then (laughs) i'm gonna live forever i am that's the thing i am The question is where where will you live forever and knowing Christ is the key to being with him forever so this is all about the knowledge of God and when the Spirit of God comes into you there are faculties that mirror the physical and the spiritual remember we talked about the spiritual and the physical last night Every dimension of life is affected by the fact that you were born again by the Spirit of God. If there's no change and transformation in your physical life, in the life you are living, I doubt your salvation. Don't show me and demonstrate your spiritual life with just this. Let me see. The evidence of being born again is a transformed life. Hallelujah, transformed life. Ask your neighbor, has your life been transformed? And so in the realm of the spirit, the Bible talks about us seeing, about us hearing, about tasting, even smell and touch. I don't know if you've ever been in the atmosphere of the glory of God when you've smelt that incense of fragrance, not because somebody in a black gown swing it around, but because the very fragrance of Christ's presence is there. I have. Amazing. And so Jesus talks about these things. He said, Pastor Paul, where did you get that from? What are you talking about? Look at the parable of Jesus the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 12 sorry 13 connecting with what we read in Corinthians look at verse 13 are you there though seeing they do not see though hearing they do not hear or understand In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart, their spirit, has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. Verse 16, but blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear for I tell you the truth many prophets and righteous men longed to see what you see but did not see it and to hear what you hear but did not hear it what a connection you can hear God if the Spirit of God is within you you can hear God open your ears you can see him you can see his ways perceive his actions and move in every dimension of spiritual health and blessing blessing that god has given hallelujah because we have the spirit of wisdom revelation the eyes of our heart that's been enlightened we can hear and understand true spiritual things. Thirdly, turn to your neighbor and say, Pastor Paul, is already on his last point. (laughs) Yes, but you don't know how long the point is. (laughs) What has happened in the spiritual realm for you has totally transformed the physical realm. And we have to understand that because God has given us absolutely everything we need in life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness has given us these very great and precious promises that we might escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires and that's what he's done we've escaped, hallelujah you're free, you're free to live in the realm of the spirit and so christ has given us this knowledge and he's wanting us now to go on and live in the power of what we know living by faith in the power of the spirit and that knowledge begins with faith faith anticipation hallelujah paul speaks of an eternal faith anticipation that is in you hallelujah and so what does he want them to know He's been building up to these great verses that we're going to look at now as we move towards a close. What does Paul want them to know? Four things. Number one, to know God. Through the wisdom and revelation, we might know him better through these things. Beyond the page, into the eternal relationship that God has given to us. The difference between head and heart. You know, it's time for you to talk to God more often. Amen. Talk to God more often. Have you noticed the difference between male and females? <laughs> have you have you noticed? I tell you, when I first got married, I was quite happy with a power tool and a shed. <laughs> but I soon discovered that my wife was not happy unless I was talking to her. And sometimes you say, Talk to me. Come on. <laughs> Isn't it funny? A female, she knows that relationship develops because of communication. She just wants to know every little detail about you. As a husband, I'm talking now, she just loves to sit and listen to me go on and on and on. (laughs) Or so I think. But it's actually communication in a marriage, in a home, it is about communication, isn't it? And the female, she just loves to dig deep. And I think sometimes that's why females can have a spiritual perception that a guy can take years to get. So, guys, listen to your wife. It's a good thing to do. Amen. <laughs> can I get a witness in the house? <laughs> sometimes our medium would say to me, Paul, can't you see that? I say, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 nonsense. Some young chick coming up to you and <laughs> showing show attention beyond what is acceptable. Uh, Paul, you know. <laughs> yes, and, and we can't even see it. And, and the wife's the protector, glory to God. And she says, oh, you gotta watch that one. Is that right, Dave? Hey, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk over this side. I think it's a bit too hot over there right now. I can feel some Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Communication. Communication. Time to talk to God. He's longing. Longing to hear your voice. Longing to hear your heart beyond the shed and the power tool just to talk about general things. Get beyond your spiritual life focusing on the problems and the mountains and the things and the troubles and the cares and the snares and all that stuff that comes with normal life. It'll always be there because in this world you will have trouble, God said you would. But to get beyond that, then train you how to handle that stuff because it won't shipwreck your direction. You'll keep going. Hallelujah. You'll keep going. Amen. Deeper, deeper, deeper. Lord take me deeper. Into you. Because I want to know you. Whom to know is life eternal. I love the scripture, the language. The NIV is a bit surface. <laughs> talks about living a life worthy of the calling but i prefer the word walk to walk according to the call of god worthy because walk portrays your heading in a specific direction on the pathway of faith you're moving towards that which god has purposed for you until you draw your last breath until he appears and you'll be like him what an amazing thing to know God better revelation enlightenment understanding and then to know the hope to which you were called that's what it says here remember he's addressing the church the ecclesia they called out once they are still living in the world but they do not belong to the world they are separated unto God I want to tell you we will never know the depth of Christ's revelation and understanding without separation Pastor Paul, you say, are you talking about me not connected to anybody who doesn't know Christ, not being around people who are not born again? No, I'm not talking about that because you've got to reach those people with the love of God. But I am talking about a holiness and a purity and a separation under God that only he can bring in a man. And to know the calling, the hope to which you were called and then to know that we are his inheritance i find it fascinating this in the opening verses he explains to us that we have received the inheritance of christ but by the time he gets to this prayer he's acknowledging actually the church is the inheritance of christ we're his inheritance because of the blessing and the favor of god And then finally, and I mean finally, fourth, to know the power of God. Don't mistake the power of God for volume or noise. There is as much power when the name of Jesus is whispered as it is when it's proclaimed with high volume and energy that being said I love a bit of energy (laughs) (laughs) glory I love this passage because the fascinating thing is that God is able to do all this and you are still you he does not make you a robot Instead, the nature of God is birthed in you and you remain whom God always intended you to be. Therefore, do not let anything crush your spirit. Do not let any religious rules and regulations of Old Testament confine you. You have been loosed and set free to be whom God has called you to be. Be yourself, you know. I can tell you now, I'm no different when I'm at home. You can go and ask my wife anytime. Johnny was fit in a kitchen in my home once, and it was a joy to have him there. When you walk into my home, and my wife and my children, what you see is what you've got. We seek to live a life that pleases Jesus. You will not go in my home and find something that shouldn't be present. It's clean. If the heart is clean, the home is clean. If the mind and heart is clean, the marriage is clean and there's purity. And that filters and flows down into your offspring and shapes the life and their home for the future you go into my children's home you will not find something that shouldn't be there they're walking to please God hallelujah hallelujah by the way we're still imperfect and I'm still a work in progress you can ask my wife about that as well (laughs) and she'd tell you (laughs) glory to God friends this morning Wouldn't it be wonderful if we now just took a few moments and we said, Lord, take me deeper, take me deeper. Give me the spirit of revelation and understanding that I might know you better. Enlighten my heart, enlighten my mind, that I might know the things of God. And in knowing the things of God, I might live with all the riches and the wealth of what the apostle has said is already yours and is already in you. Let it come from the depth of your inner being and shape and permeate through your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus take us to a deeper place in you forgive us cleanse us purify us may we be men and women young people and children filled with the nature of Jesus living in the power of it demonstrating the gentleness of Christ in all things in all places, to all people, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We produce a variety of sermon videos and inspiring Christian content available for free on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search Moira Pentecostal or visit our website for more information www.mpc.org.uk